Hello, and welcome to the Enjoying Home Podcast. I am your host, Joy Silas. My biggest wish is to walk you through how to cultivate habits and lifestyle changes that enable you to relax and enjoy your home. So if you're ready to embark this journey, then you are in the right place. All right, everyone, I hope you all are doing well and welcome back to the foundation series. It has been some time since I have chatted with you all and we jumped into the series. Um, The last episode was about five things that we tend to neglect in our cleaning schedule. So I hope you were able to learn some wisdom from that and include it in the wisdom that we're going to get in today's episode. So the focus for today is again, the foundation series, but it's the art of establishing a cleaning schedule. And we're going to talk about different ones, but today we're really going to shine a really strong light on daily cleaning. So before we jump into it, I hope you all enjoyed your holiday, your Thanksgiving holiday with your loved ones. We had family over our house and it was full and our hearts were full. This year we hosted my mom and my two brothers and their beautiful families And it made me reminisce on how beautiful large families can be. And my girls and I had just finished up in our homeschool curriculum um, a book by the title of All Kind of Family by Sidney Taylor. And in the book, the author writes about an American Jewish family of seven, a mom, dad, and five little girls. And what I really love about the book is the mother. I really enjoyed reading about her and kind of meditating on a lot of her actions in the book and how she ran the home. And I literally just smiled each time the mother was in the story and I learned so much from her as a mother myself. Now to give you some context on the story before we jump into um, a part that I'm going to read to you, it took place in 1951 in the Lower East Side part of New York City. And in the scene I'm going to read, you will see there are several lessons that we can learn from it. But the most important lesson will establish a great introduction for today's podcast episode. So I'm going to read it now. After breakfast Monday morning, Mama said, Henny, put aside your book. It's your turn to dust the front room today. Mama, let Ella do it, Henny said. I have to finish my homework. I will not, retorted Ella. Her eyes, her black eyes snapped. It's your turn. I did it yesterday. Ella is right, Mama said. You should have done your homework yesterday instead of leaving it until the last moment. You'll have to do it. Then let Charlotte do it. She hasn't done a thing all morning. I've got to finish my homework. Charlotte will help dry the breakfast dishes this morning. That's her job today. Your job today is to dust the front room. Man, do I love this book. There's so much wisdom here in this, just, I don't know, like 15 sentences, this paragraph. So we're going to dig deep. So what I love about this scene is that we can learn a few things from it. The first lesson is that the mother is firm. She is consistent with her children and she does not give in to Henny's excuses. And she is an example of Maybe not necessarily with our children, but what we do to ourselves when we give our when we give ourselves excuses on why we can't get cleaning or things around the home done. She explains that today is her day she that she dusts, and she shouldn't wait until the last minute to complete her work. And I think we can learn a lot about procrastination, right? 
all of the chores need to be done or maybe little uh, tidbits here and there and we decide to stay on our phone or we decide to watch Netflix and then we have every excuse well I'm tired I had a long rough day and don't get me wrong it's not to say that there's not room for those realities but I think we all are adults here and we know we're making excuses compared to reality I can really relate to how being consistent and not letting excuses get in the way can be a lesson not only for our children but also for ourselves secondly It is unfortunately normal for children and other people in our home to complain about their assigned chores. We'll discuss this in another episode, but I think it's good to shed light. And I think it's easy to shed light on this lesson, but I think it's also easy to assume that other people's children willingly and joyfully don't always want to clean the home. However, that's not a reality to think that You know, when you go to your friend's house and you see her children's cleaning or she said they had chores this morning that they just gleefully cleaned. I think it's really normal to get pushback and I think it's normal for us to give ourselves pushback. Thirdly, the mother was not doing all the home cleaning herself. She confidently delegated chores to her children. And I think that is what sometimes overwhelms us. We think we have to do everything ourselves, but we really don't. Lastly, and most importantly, their mother had a cleaning schedule. The book doesn't go into much details, but if you pay attention to her saying, it's your turn to wash the front room today. And then she also explains that her sister, her daughter, Charlotte, has to do the dishes today. It's not hard to tell that their mom expects specific home chores to be done by a specific person on an exact day. So let's just take a moment and think about our own homes. Are we creating some time in our planning that allows us to clean? Are we asking others in our home to help us get those chores done? Last week, we spoke about clutter and how crippling it could be. But cleaning our homes can be an overwhelming task if we don't break things down into bite-sized pieces. It can also be overwhelming if we wait until the last minute to clean. I feel like this topic can be a bit unpopular, but I really want to challenge you to listen to today's today's podcast episode and apply some of the tips I have for you today. One of the best things you can do for your home is to create a cleaning schedule. You want to first start by breaking it down into a few categories, daily, weekly, monthly, seasonally, and annually, once a year. This is important since you don't want to deal with overwhelm. Before beginning a cleaning routine, I used to wait until someone was visiting or a specific season was there to clean. And honestly, the whole time I would complain and feel burnt out due to the overwhelming amount of tasks and normally it resulting in me not doing most of what needed to be done. What I love a lot about daily cleaning is you're just cleaning one area and completing one task per day and then your job is done for the most part. And the reason why I say the most part is because there are minor tasks that we'll have to do throughout the day, like maybe you'll clean the shower after you shower. Or for me, I always clean the toilet after I use it and I wipe down the sink in the morning after I brush my teeth. Other tasks that we have to do that may not necessarily be concrete on our list is, you know, clean up a spill or wash the dishes when we're done with meals. In this episode, we are going to spend a lot of time on daily cleaning The reason for this is you can start anywhere, but I always recommend beginning with daily cleaning and keeping it short. 
I think it's really easy for us to be like, okay, I have to do daily cleaning, weekly cleaning, monthly cleaning, and you just want to scream. And to be honest with you, again, we'll jump into those other lists, but I always want you to start small. Believe it or not, it's really easy to get a ton of cleaning done. If we can just simply set a timer for 15 minutes and clean one area, it can be really motivating to commit to just a few minutes per day to one task. And at the end of the week, you don't have to spend hours cleaning your home. I will warn you that there are many times where I end up cleaning way longer than 15 minutes. But once you have that rhythm going, you just continue until you're content. Another thing I enjoy about daily cleaning is if I am not in the mood to clean or maybe our schedule is busy and we're having a hectic day, all I'm responsible for is 15 minutes. And once my timer goes off, I clean my hands and I'm done cleaning for the day. You can do the same thing. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be a committed hour. It actually doesn't even have to be every day depending on your schedule. Over time, your cleaning schedule may lessen or it may increase like mine has. But in the beginning, I knew I wasn't going to clean if I had myself to commit to one hour of cleaning every day. It's kind of similar to getting started with working out. Telling yourself you're going to go work out six days a week and go hard and do hard cardio for an hour. However, you end up a couple weeks later being burnt out. Instead, you should tell yourself, I'll work out three days a week for 20 minutes because that's more sustainable. If you're consistent over time, you'll be able to add more to your routine. Now, I'm going to give you an example of my personal weekly or daily cleaning routine. So when I first began, I only wanted to commit 15 minutes. And over time, I could easily clean for an hour. Now, this is a miracle because this was coming from someone who lacked energy, motivation, had an addiction to her phone. So I think if I can commit to 15 minutes of cleaning every day, I really think anyone can. I noticed it helped if I was listening to really good music or a podcast. So when I first planned my schedule, I always started with the lower level of our home in the living room each day, and I cleaned a room or two. So right now, this is my current schedule. Monday, I clean the living room in the entryway. Tuesday is the laundry area and the stairs. Wednesday is the kitchen and dining room area. Thursdays is the children's bedroom and bath. Friday is our master bedroom and bath. And Saturday are the two office areas we have. That sounds like a ton, but trust me when I tell you 15 to 30 minutes of cleaning goes by fast and you can get a lot done. As for the front porch or half bathroom, miscellaneous areas like the garage, those areas are delegated to others in my home. My children always clean the half bathroom each morning before schoolwork. They wash their dish after each meal. And my lovely husband is responsible for cleaning the cars because that is a task that I do not like. And as well as the garbage or the garage and outdoor areas. If I didn't complete a chore that week, I simply asked someone else in our home to complete that task. Now, before you end this podcast and run off to start cleaning, I want you to think about tasks that need to be done in each area. For example, in the bathroom, should you, like I do, clean from the top to the bottom? Then I dust all of the light fixtures, I wipe the mirrors, wipe the sink and cabinets, and I work my way to the shower, down to the toilet, 
and I end with a nice sweeping and a good mop. There are days where cleaning the mirrors and the toilets is all I can give, all that I have in me, and guess what? That's fine, and it should be that way for you too. Remember, you can always delegate the task to someone in your home or just start the process over and do it again next week. Complete it next week. As you clean each room, I want you to think about the major places that need to be cleaned. Also, include small moments for decluttering, like we talked about in one of the foundational series. I usually leave Sundays for decluttering since it's a day, a day I like to devote 30 minutes to decluttering an area that's maybe overwhelming me and that needs a little love. This way, if I have an idea of where things are in my home and it allows me to keep on top of the decluttering. So I challenge you to think of a daily cleaning schedule that works for your life, that makes sense and is doable for you and no one else. And after drafting what you can clean each day, write down each task, include a, a couple quick seconds for decluttering. And remember, a little bit of decluttering and cleaning can go a long way. Also, you can customize this schedule to specific tasks. So instead of doing a room each day, you might do a task for each day. For instance, Mondays are for dusting, Tuesdays you'll sweep, Wednesdays are for decluttering, Thursdays are moppings, Fridays are for wiping down all your surfaces. There are many online resources you can investigate for what works for you. In the show notes, I'll leave a few platforms. But when I really first started my homemaking journey, when I was at my wits end and I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but I need someone to break this down in layman terms for me. Someone who has been in the homemaking game for a long time. The first platform I actually found was Fly Lady. She's known for her great challenges. And what I love about her work is in her routines, her daily routines, excuse me, she always includes self-care, self-development, and you look out for yourself. So she'll have tasks on there that um, will include waking up and getting dressed, getting yourself ready, drinking water, getting some movement. And it's so easy in our day-to-day lives to forget small tasks like that, especially if you stay at home um, like full-time like I do. So I just really love her platform. So it was very easy. There were some things about her cleaning routine that I have kept with me. For example, after I wash the dishes for the evening, I make sure all of my kitchen is clean. I always shine the sink. She always talks about shining the sink. Also in the morning, once I'm done working out, I shower and I get dressed for my day. I don't I rarely walk around in like um, like sweatpants or my pajamas. I just get dressed. You never know who will come to your house, right? So those are small things that from her platform I've learned. She also has this really great acronym called CHAOS, meaning can't have anyone over syndrome. And I won't dig too deep into it, but what I really love about it is that I think we all have had situations where we don't want to invite people over because our home is not a certain way. And granted, I don't think we should strive for perfection here, but I think what I love about it is that she talks about routines that allows us to be empowered not to have the chaos syndrome, the can't have anyone over syndrome. So again, I'll link her in the show notes below and you can check it out. Another platform that I love is Becky, the creator of Clean Mama. I found her when I was actively on Instagram and she has very beautiful um, like uh, imagery and uh, blog posts and she has groups that talks about like cleaning. She also has cleaning products and really great art 
articles on how to rotate tasks monthly, annually, seasonally. I'm, I'm not speaking English right now. Okay. Monthly, annually, seasonally. Well, seasonally. <laughs> okay. You guys know what I mean. And etc. So it's a really great blog and her Instagram is very active. So if you are a type of person that likes to log into Instagram each day, she'll have like daily tasks that you do. And they're really simple, like make your bed, um, wipe down surfaces, make um, dinner, you know, just simple things like that. And they're just really great reminders. So check the show notes. So before we end this episode, I want to briefly go over just weekly, monthly the seasonal, I'm not even going to try to say that word, and the annual cleaning schedule. These tasks do not need to be fancy, nor do they need to be long or done by one person. For me, a good decluttering happens weekly, so that's on Sunday, and maybe for you, an indoor plant um, dusting and watering happens weekly. Monthly can be cleaning your cupboards in your kitchen and maybe deep cleaning your oven. Seasonally, yeah, I think I got it right. <laughs> Seasonally can be cleaning your laundry machine, your dryer, maybe pressure, um, maybe pressure washing the exterior of your home. That's what we do. Like after the gunk and the snow and all of it, we usually try to pressure wash the home. For me, seasonally might include a lot of outdoor labor because I like to garden. So it'll look different for all of us, but I think you guys get an idea of what I want or what I'm talking about. Another one for annual, it might just be simple things like deep cleaning your rugs or hiring someone to come and deep clean your rugs. So that's something you can save for in small chunks monthly in your budget. So I hope that gives you an idea. The list of tasks can be different for each of us, but in these parts, um, we don't want to overwhelm ourselves. So just take a deep breath and I want you for your homework this week to really stick with the daily cleaning instead of worrying about monthly and weekly We'll get to those in future webs um, episodes. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, we're just going to start with daily cleaning. So think of some things that you can do each day. And again, if you do work, I just challenge you to maybe wake up 30 minutes earlier and clean for 15 minutes. Or maybe instead of if you're disciplined enough, instead of lounging, just maybe do a quick 10 minute clean. Or you can break down your cleanings to longer durations, 30 minutes on Saturday and Sunday, and maybe like two small sessions throughout the week. Again, your schedule will change with life, circumstances, addition to your family, maybe chronic illnesses. The list goes on. But there is so much power in daily cleaning that I cannot, I can just make additional episodes on it. Um, this is really what changed the trajectory of our home. When I really was like, I can commit 10, 15, maybe even 20 minutes to cleaning one area. And what it, it allowed for me and my family was for us to have more freedom on the weekends, for us to have a little bit more freedom in the evenings to actually enjoy dinner and not have this laundry list of things that we have to do. Um, in the past, what would happen was all of the chores would never get done all week and we would clean the whole weekend and not enjoy ourselves. And I really didn't like that. And I don't even think anyone in the house liked it. My husband didn't enjoy it. My children weren't enjoying it. And um, it was a time for us to be together as a family. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you think. If you want to leave a review in iTunes, please do. It helps support the 
podcast and it helps let iTunes know that you're enjoying my content and I will see you all in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Enjoying Home podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you prefer. Again, I want to thank you for joining this journey with me listening to this podcast, and I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode.